welcome to the Running Jump Podcast. This is Joe. Today, I'm going to be talking about why you should sign up for a 5K before you feel ready. And I will be answering a listener email about running watches. Before I get into any of that, I want to remind you that I am not a doctor. I have never claimed to be a doctor. Do not take this podcast as medical advice. These are just my opinions as a runner. Now, a little update on my current training status. Last week, I was speaking about a plan I had to get back on track, and so far, so good. Tomorrow, I'm looking at running five miles. Soon enough, I will be back on track and ready to resume half marathon training. Now, it's time to get into the main topic of this episode why you should register for a 5k before you feel ready. Now, first off, a little bit of realism here. This isn't saying that people who have never run should go ahead and sign up for a 5k three weeks from now. That's not the point I'm trying to get across here. What I'm saying is there are people out there who have been running, who think they might want to run a 5k at some point, or people perhaps that haven't run at all who also think they want to run a 5K at some point, but for whatever reason have just never decided to register for a race. Something you should realize is that no successful person has ever accomplished anything by waiting until they were 100% ready. The Wright brothers probably weren't sure that they were able to build a plane when they first started building it, And once it took off, they probably weren't sure they were going to be able to land the thing safely again. All you really need to accomplish a long-term goal is to have that vision of what your goal is and knowing what taking the next step is going to be. So knowing that you are never going to feel completely ready to run a 5K, why is it so important to sign up today for your race? Well, first off, it gives you a concrete deadline for accomplishing your goals. Instead of just saying, oh, I'm going to run a 5K someday, it's like, I'm going to run a 5K September 17th or whatever day it happens to be. This also makes your training feel a lot more real. You're training for a 5K on a specific day instead of just vaguely training for a 5K at some point when you feel like it. You're going to be less likely to miss training runs. And probably once you sign up for this race, you'll work backwards and decide how much you're going to run each week so that you'll be able to accomplish your goal. If there's bad weather or something and you didn't have this race on your calendar, you might be tempted to just not run at all and it'd be fine. But now that it's like you have this race on a certain day that's coming up, you're going to find a way to either just run through it when there's bad weather or life is just coming at you and you're not able to run, or you'll find a way to make up those miles on a different day. Overall, this will just bring a lot more focus to your training because now that it's like, you know, you need to do these runs every week because you have this race coming up, you're going to make other good decisions during the week to make sure that your training goes as well. You're going to make sure that you get enough sleep the night before your training runs, you're going to eat the right foods to make sure that you're fueled and your training goes well, you're going to be hydrated, 
And you're really going to just make a lot more decisions to improve your training that you might not make if you didn't have this concrete deadline of, I need to be ready to run a 5K by this certain date. You'll just find that you're much more capable than you thought you were. You're going to just be much more focused and your runs are just going to have much more of a purpose. Instead of just being a run that may or may not get you ready for some vague abstract race in the future. It's like this is getting you ready for like a specific race, a specific distance on a specific day and at a specific time of day. You're just going to achieve things that you never really thought was possible and probably wouldn't have been possible if you didn't set a goal like this. In Stephen Covey's famous book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, he says that for every public victory, there needs to be a private victory. So for every victory you show the world, you need to have a victory within yourself. Now with running, this means for every public victory, like finishing a race, you need to have private victories, having good training runs. While you're training for a 5K, you're going to have many private victories. Each training run is a private victory. Just deciding to go out and go for a run instead of staying inside and doing something easy, that's a victory. If you go through life stacking these victories, these private victories, you're just going to have a lot more confidence in all aspects of your life. This is going to extend way beyond running. You're going to realize that you can accomplish something that you didn't think was possible. Just by making it a habit to stack these private victories. Another reason to sign up for a 5k before you feel you are ready is there's just a lot you need to learn about racing that you can't really learn until you actually run a race. Things like what you do the week leading up to a run, what you do the night before, the day before, what you do the day of, how how are you going to eat? What are you going to wear? What do you like to do to warm up? What's it like to run on a course that you're not really that familiar with? How do you like to hydrate and fuel during the run itself? These are all things that you can't really learn until you actually run a race. And if you just wait, you're never actually going to be ready because it's like, it's like this is something you need to practice in a race itself. So you need to run a race in order to know how to run races. And your first race isn't going to be perfect. Like, it absolutely isn't going to be perfect. What you take away from that will help you in all your future races. And something else to realize is that even if you go and you run your race and you don't finish, which can happen, every race has runners that don't cross the finish line, it's still a triumph. You still set a goal, you still train for it, And you learned a lot, and you probably gained fitness, you probably got better as a runner, and you're going to be more prepared the next race that you run. There's no shame in having a DNF, did not finish. I ran a marathon once and I had to drop out. Like, I just had an ankle problem and I didn't finish. It happens. It's not the end of the world. There's going to be more races, and you're going to be more prepared for those races. And just knowing how to 
lose gracefully is another important aspect to life. You're you're not just going to win every time forever. So knowing that like it, something bad can happen to you, you trained and you didn't get the result that you were looking for, but you're able to bounce back and bounce back stronger. That's just a very important life skill you can get from running a race. But the most important reason why you should run a 5K sooner rather than later is there's just nothing like finishing a race. There's nothing like that feeling in the world. If you went from being a sedentary person to a person that could finish a race, that is just going to be one of the biggest wins that you have in your life. Life doesn't give you too many chances to have an accomplishment like going from nothing to running a race and finishing. So I just want you to have that feeling. And once you have that feeling, you're going to be more hooked on to running and you're just going to be more hooked on to fitness and just making good decisions so that you can either run more races or just do other types of activities so you can have these types of accomplishments. So there you have it. This has been my take on why you should sign up for a 5K sooner rather than later, even if you don't feel ready yet. If you want some additional accountability, I am brand new on Twitter. You can tweet at me your date of your first 5K. My Twitter handle is at the running jump. Now it's time to move into a listener question. This listener sent in an email responding to my last episode. If you want a question answered on the show, my email is runningjumppod at gmail.com. And you can send any kind of running question, any kind of question at all, and I'll respond to it either in email or on the show. You can send comments or feedback, and all are welcome. Send whatever you'd like. This listener is asking a question regarding my last episode. Short little email. It says, running watches are great. Why are you telling people they aren't? Now, I think this is an oversimplification of what I said. I think that watches can be a very useful tool. I have a running watch and I love it. And I take it on almost every run that I go on. It's really nice to have a record of every run that I've done, how long I ran, my pace, how much I've ran in a month, sharing the runs on social media, sharing the runs on Strava, just like seeing my overall progress over the year, looking at the various graphs and seeing where certain life events happened, where I was trained for certain races, keeping a record of my best times, like, that's all great. It's undoubtedly a very good tool. The problem is, a lot of this information is just really unhelpful to new runners. In the beginning, all you really need to know is how many days you ran and how far you ran. And you really don't need a watch to tell you that. The problem with the running watch is in addition to this data that it gives you, it makes judgments about that data. A lot of times it will take your heart rate and figure out how fast you ran and give you some sort of fitness score. 
this fitness score is really just an estimate. But if you're a new runner, you might really think this is something serious. And if that number is going up or down, it may completely influence how you felt about your last run. The thing about this heart rate monitor is it doesn't even take certain things into account. Like it doesn't take the weather into account. A lot of times it won't take how difficult a course was into an account. And the reality is the heart rate monitor on a watch isn't even that accurate. A lot of times people will get these chest heart rate monitors to go along with their running watch to get a more accurate read. But now this is even something above and beyond that you really don't need as a new runner. I think by timing every single run that you do, it's just going to add a lot of unnecessary stress for a new runner. You don't need to know how fast you're running every single run. Even as you get more advanced, it's like how fast you run a certain run doesn't even matter for most of your training runs. You should just feel good about going out and doing your run no matter what time you got. I think it just has the possibility, and it's more than just a possibility, because it happened to me when I was starting out and I had a running watch, where I would go out and I would run while wearing the watch, and I just wouldn't get the time that I was hoping for, and then I would feel bad about it, even though it was a long run, and it was really just a success. Like, it was just a success... And the only reason that I didn't feel that way is because of the information that was given to me from the watch. With the Garmin watch, in addition to giving you a fitness score, it'll also give you just like a general remark about how you did. And it'll say things like productive or maintaining. Well, right now my watch says unproductive. Like, can you imagine that? It's like you get this watch, you're doing all this running. And then your watch is just saying you're doing unproductive. I just don't think it's a good thing for new runners. Now, I think if you are able to move past that and you're just able to see this score for what it is, I think a running watch can help you. And I think it can help you in a lot of ways. But you need to get to the point where the running score is just something that's you know, a little bit helpful to you. Getting a higher running score should just like never be your goal. This fitness, the the VO2 estimate. Everyone knows that that estimate is like a little bit unreliable. But the problem is a lot of people just still take it to heart. And they're just like, oh, look at all this progress I made. And it's like, you may or may not have made progress. It's just what the watch thinks that you did. So yeah, there there are a lot of benefits. You can definitely meet people if you're on, say, like a Facebook running group and you post your runs. It's like you can get a lot of advice and people will just comment on it. You can just be part of a community just by having those graphics that you wouldn't have had if you didn't run with the watch. But I think, I think it takes a certain amount of, uh, let's say, maturity before the running watch is going to be something useful for you. Now, it looks like one question came in while I was recording, so take a little time here to answer one final question. Hello, Joe. I have a running question. Is it okay to drink coffee before running? Tyler. Thank you, Tyler. This is a good question. 
And I think with coffee, there's really two aspects to how it could impact your running. There's the caffeine, and there's possible irritation of your digestive system, which you don't really want before a run. Now, speaking about caffeine first, caffeine has been shown to improve endurance, endurance athletes and bikers and runners. This is an effect that won't really give you too much of a benefit for a shorter run, but like you'll definitely feel it on a longer run. As far as the diuretic effect of caffeine, it has shown to be inconsequential with respect to running. As long as you've been drinking water as you should have or hydrating during the run, you're going to be just fine. Now, one thing about caffeine is I would not recommend it before running if you are going to run at night. Even if it's been a few hours after you drink coffee, it may still impact the quality of sleep you get. If your body is used to drinking coffee, then if you go out for a run in the morning without drinking coffee, it's definitely going to have an impact. Your run will definitely be tougher than it would have been had you drank the coffee. Now, getting into some of the digestive issues of coffee. If you are the type of person who drinks coffee each morning and you're wondering, will this impact your run negatively? Will you have issues? I would say, first off, try drinking your coffee as normal and then going for a run. You might find that your body just tolerates it really well and you're going to be just fine. If you have issues... Try drinking it a little bit before, like maybe an hour, hour and a half before you go for a run. And maybe that will clear up any issues that you would have had. Another thing to think about is it might not even be the coffee at all. Some people like to put milk or cream in their coffee, and they won't normally have issues, but when they have the stress of running, suddenly they're going to have issues that they didn't normally have. So try going without the cream or the milk. Now, whatever you decide, it's important that you do this, the same thing on race day. So if you are a morning runner and you have been drinking coffee before each of your runs, you want to do the same thing before a race. And if you haven't been drinking coffee and you think, oh, I'm just going to get a little boost on race day, that's not really a good idea because you, you really don't know what is going to happen. Uh, Something that I'm probably going to say every episode is you really have to figure out what works for you personally. And coffee is no exception. And one thing to think about is if your body just can't tolerate coffee before you go, and you just can't make it work, and you just have to go without it, is it can just be a little treat afterwards. If you, say, live in an area that has cold winters, and you really don't feel like getting out the door... Just having that in the back of your mind that like once you get through this run, you're going to have a nice hot cup of coffee. It might just make it a little bit easier, just giving yourself a little reward for toughing it out and going in the cold. So that's all I have on coffee. I think that it can work for some people. It's just something you're going to have to find out for yourself and really make sure you figure out what you want to do before race day. So thanks again to everyone who sent me an email. 
If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, the email once again is runningjumppod at gmail.com. If you want to find me on Twitter, I am at the running jump. I'm brand new on Twitter. And that's all I have for this episode. There will be new episodes every Tuesday morning. And I hope you all have a great week. Bye.